Graffiti Lane, Poetry and Photography Collector's Edition. Poetry by Kelly Van Nelson, Photography by Kelly Van Nelson and Paul Unstead. Introduction. Graffiti Lane is the number one international Amazon poetry bestseller and winner of the 2019 Raw Success Best Book. This limited edition has been produced to fuse contemporary poetry with urban black and white photography in celebration of modern creative art. Images are a compilation from author Kelly Van Nelson and Melbourne-based photographer Paul Unstead. Praise for Graffiti Lane. This collection has a timeless message that lends itself to the current generation. The author takes the reader on a nostalgic tour of youth, a time when we feel each emotional cut deeply. The angst of teenage years, bullying, but battling the establishment and discovering self pause from the early pages. The poems progress to adult relationships, reflection and life experience. Domestic abuse, gender equality and struggle are prevalent here. But in the final collection of imagery, the reader discovers beauty, strength, victory, love and power. Above all, this collection is about resilience. Graffiti Lane paints a picture of a fierce warrior who is both strong and protective, an advocate of fairness when there's none, and a multicoloured messenger of truth and hope worthy of any urban war. Danielle Line, author and editor. The beauty of poetry when it is written exceptionally well takes you to a place of vulnerability. It gets your heart beating and your thoughts branching out to question, to wonder, to connect, to understand, to break the barriers of judgment. Kelly Van Nelson is one such poet that takes you one step further than this with her beautifully portrayed graffiti lane, diving into a world that hits so many relevant topics in today's world. It's not just poetry, it's hardcore magic. This masterpiece touched my soul. Mickey Martin, author. To keep your truth in sight, you must keep yourself in sight and the world should be a mirror to reflect your image and to reflect upon. This is exactly what Kelly Van Nelson conveys in her collection of poetry titled Graffiti Lane. It is her journey, the good, the bad and the ugly. By putting it to paper, she turns her experiences into a way to bounce back from her underdog world and help others in the process. We are thrilled to have her collection of poetry in our Hollywood swag bags honouring Oscar weekend. Lisa Galbianchi. Graffiti Lane doesn't shy away from confronting subject matter. This book is, is packed with heavy themes and raw, unfiltered poetry that speaks directly to the poet's experience of violence, abuse and bullying. The author's working class upbringing informs her perspective, lingering in the corners of most poems, sometimes with nostalgia and sometimes with powerful, bitter res resonance. Holden Shepherd, author. Graffiti Lane swaps rose-coloured glasses for grit, dirt and shadow. There's a rawness and simplicity to the language that evokes feelings of empathy, I've been there, understanding, empowerment, sadness, tenderness and even smiles. 
One minute you're wincing and the next you're nodding your head. It's that kind of poetry. Poetry that gets people, that reveals the poet's heart. Poetry that packs a punch. Monique Mulligan, author. This poet's work began with themes gathered in her early days as an underdog on a council estate in Newcastle-upon-Tyne. Using simple, powerful language, she offers the reader a very personal perspective about life on the gritty side. With honesty and heart, Van Nelson tackles concerns such as discrimination, corporate and playground bullying, domestic violence, mental illness and other important social justice issues. This collection speaks of hard yards and heartbreak, but there is also a sense of hope and courage. Writing WA. This collection of urban poetry is just incredible, sometimes challenging to read because of the emotions it invokes or the fact you think on it for a while. Some beautiful moments too. The author has an incredible voice and her works in this book have something for everyone. JC Anderson author. Kelly Van Nelson's website is titled with the description, Edgy Stories from Inside the Mind. I find this an apt description of her poetry. It's very edgy, an unfiltered musing on the darker elements present within society. The hidden, the insidious, the things people want to hide from. Her prose is powerful and rather impressive. Kelly Van Nelson is a talent to watch, and for those interested in the Australian poetry scene, I imagine this collection to be an exciting release. Theresa Smith writes. Graffiti Lane is an engaging collection of poems that revolve around the concept of being the underdog, bullying, and finding ways to bounce back. The poet's angst and fear will help readers perceive the broader effects of discrimination and bullying as they bleed into teenage bullying, corporate bullying, and harassment, gender inequality, domestic violence, and suicide. The poems are raw, dark, and intense, and will take readers to a dimension where they realize that there is always hope. Mamta, Madhaven, for readers' favorite. Also by Kelly Van Nelson, Poetry, Graffiti Lane, MMH Press, 2019. Punch and Judy, MMH Press, 2020. Literary Fiction, Rolling in the Mud, Ginandera Press, 2020. The Pinstripe Prisoner, Serenity Press, 2021. From the author. As a published author of novels and short stories, I shied away from poetry for many years. For some reason, it scared me. All that academic talk of stanzas, metre and form is enough to break any writer into a cold sweat. Eventually, though, something made me start scribbling down insights and phrases, haphazard daytime observations or thoughts that churned in my head and caused bouts of insomnia at night. It expanded into verse, mainly written in the closet, never letting a single word see the light of day. Then, in 2009, I wrote a poem called Repudiated Miracle, which was published in a UK poetry anthology and a newfound confidence was born. I started putting together a series of poems about being the underdog, 
Growing up in a council estate in Newcastle-upon-Tyne, my childhood was as far removed from a silver spoon upbringing as one can get. The kind where every surface was made of concrete and there was no safety net in the park. Not long into my teenage years, we moved to a new house across the Tyne River to the other side of town, which also meant moving high schools. I was the new girl on the block in a public school where I didn't know a soul. Luckily, I made some amazing friends, identical twins who remain my besties today, and several others I am still connected with from the other side of the world. On the downside, I was bullied. Never physically, but name-calling in the corridor was a daily occurrence. The words thrown my way were not particularly vicious, but the repetitive onslaught wore me down, until one day I snapped in P.E., and punched a girl who was the main instigator of the torment. I certainly don't condone violent retaliation in this type of situation. There are many other ways to get support, but that was the end of the bullying for me. What I gained from the experience, apart from a week suspended from school, was an inner strength that has stayed with me right through my adult years. A thick skin, a sense of resilience, and a steely willpower that is my ultimate superpower. Without a doubt, that harsh period spent coping with being on the receiving end of such negative behaviour helped me become the writer I am today, one consumed by the need to speak out at anything inequitable. Always people watching, analysing human behaviour, and jotting down random notes about life as I see it through my unfiltered lens. The poems started to flow and a theme formed around the concept of big bullies, from being kicked down through ill-treatment to finding ways to bounce back, rise again, and ultimately going full throttle to the fly-high position intended by destiny. Inspiration came thick and fast. I started seeing the broader effects of intimidation and discrimination spilling down every alley I peered along. Teenage bullying in schools, corporate bullying and harassment, domestic violence, gender inequity and marginalisation, mental health issues and suicide. I began to play with stanzas, yes, stanzas, and rhyme, trying out new styles of traditional shadow and freeform poetry, and the basis of this collection was formed. Inspiration for the Graffiti Lane title came from many, many trips to Melbourne. I've always been drawn to the grittiness of urban life, something that stems from my roots growing up in the northeast of England. The beauty in the graffiti of the Melbourne laneways is incredible, a credit to the Melbourne powers that be, who zoned off dedicated areas for street artists to use the walls as a blank canvas. Official mentorship programmes were designed to introduce young people to the process of producing legal street murals. The results are a colourful kaleidoscope representing freedom of speech and expression. Everything from simple tags stating one's identity for the world to see, to complex and intricate portraits sprayed on brick, and finally to social and political statements tackling current affairs. Each piece fizzes with uncensored talent, making a walk along the Melbourne laneways an assault on the censors, with a treasure hunt for elusive Banksy works of street art thrown in. We all have something to say, but listening and acting on the unjust is just as important as holding a megaphone. 
It's easy to turn a blind eye on bullying or let a cry for help fall on deaf ears. To play a role in helping the underdog to fly high requires far more concerted effort. As part of my corporate work, I've been fortunate enough to be a keynote speaker in several schools and universities on important topics such as self-motivation, dealing with bullying, diversity and promoting career options in the science, technology, engineering and mathematics STEM industry for high school girls where female representation is low. If just one student walks away from those sessions enthused and with a new lease of life, then my work as a creative artist is done. The same goes if one reader finds solace in a poem contained in this compilation. Graffiti Lane is my blank canvas filled with an eclectic mix of raw ramblings, poems, pitfalls and dreams. I hope you like it. Kelly. For Sean, Cairn, and Imani, you are the colour in my life. Kicked down. Pink bubbles. Pink bubbles pop up my nose while swigging from glass bottle, cold on inexperienced lips, cheap sharpness on a tongue growing alcohol tolerance to mask growing pains. Teenage figures blur before teary eyes, laughing across the park, one spraying sick graffiti, two smoking dope, rocking on the seesaw, uppers and downers. Lonely life beneath the tree, slumped against rough bark, body blending with Mother Nature, mind grappling with the universe, soul adrift without roots, outcast and invisible. Pink bubbles, easier to swallow with every gulp, smoothing out the edges, balancing alone on a branch like a bird with clipped wings, unable to migrate, trapped in a secluded nest. Nettles. You make my skin itch like a nettle sting. I can't stop scratching until I bleed. When the bell tolls. The bell tolls three times, proclaiming to the office a sale has been attained, triggering a tsunami of celebrations, clapping, cheering, beneath breath, jealous jeering, at golden success of a colleague conquering a mountain of unrealistic targets, relegating the rest of us into overshadowed shame, forcing us to commit terrible crimes, spitting in coffee deleting important files, depleting confidence, until eventually death of a salesman is inevitable. Swipe. Aching thumb, fingers numb from swiping smooth screen, streaking smart glass, tweeting, Instagram bleating, Working faster and faster, searching profiles in a murky pond, desperate to extend the network and form a bond, reaching out to explore virtual possibilities. Poking. Some think I'm joking. Just some sad stranger trying to gather likes, filling the blip of lack of real friendship. Even the bullying monkeys on my back blocked me a long time ago. Log on and dive in. No messages to make me grin. Cast my rod across the ocean, spanning six degrees of separation, attempting to catch a fish on the hook, finding nothing but a one-dimensional face in an online book.
obey my command. Once a soldier of honour, a man in uniform standing proud, shiny shoes, shiny medals, shiny weapon. Once a soldier of war fighting for an unknown cause, don't ask questions, don't have opinions, don't disobey. Once a soldier in formation, acting on instructions barked from above, marched into the mess room, marched into enemy territory, marched into the arms of death. Once a soldier alive on the front line, now at peace as flag flies at half-mast, should have gone AWOL, should have joined the Navy, should be forever remembered a hero. Greased palm. Office tirades dished out. I chew on each slowly until they tattoo tongue, unhealthy blue jelly bean stains to a child in the corner of a playground without slide. Creativity quashed, colourful post-it notes crushed, while on receiving end of demeaning, prefixing sarcasm. I was only joking. Back in my box, can't think outside it since accused of false errors, finger pointing at my cowering silence. I did check. Please inspect. Don't disrespect. Boss camouflaged beneath radar, declaring fast-moving targets, staring, glaring, hostile enemy without gun. Who needs a Smith & Wesson? Colossal grenades to throw. Duck and grin, pretend it's fun. Ignore reports on performance crosses in every square, itching to go home instead of suffering there. Work late, barely eight, still the hate. Meeting over, trundle past cubicles, make the coffee. Two sugars, sir, or three, with milk or with cream. Metal spoon stirs in my hand, wooden spoon in his. Light bulb back on, mind maps, thought showers. Encouraged to innovate, minutes drag into hours. Credit stolen, rug swiped from under feet. Give, sir, a bonus. Unanimous clap while I reel from the slap. His palm attracts the grease, keep the peace, no work police. Toss and turn between sheets, a tryst with insomnia. Sun rises, paint lipstick on, heels on despite gauntlet to run. Camaraderie extinct, blood squeezed from a stone. Elbows on desk, anxious head and feeble hands, morale low, self-esteem blown. Tell myself what I've always known. Nefarious behaviour, unacceptable, yet unable to quit as I see fit. Despite the rage, can't turn the page, reliant on wage. What might have been? Pain is not knowing when you will come home. Regret is not knowing what might have been had we not met. Insanity is not knowing what is real in the life that we share. Heartache is not knowing if I will ever get over you. Eggshells Toss between sheets, alone in the night, evading sleep, dreading dawn breaking. You arrive home for breakfast. Lipstick visible on collar. I recoil from the sickly scent of foreign perfume clinging to your skin. Turn my head from your guilty kiss. Duplicitous lips skim one cheek. Your wandering palm slaps the other. I make you bacon and eggs.
I'm sick of over-easy, stomach churns at your sunny side up, yolk trickling down your face, tears streaming down mine. Wash the dishes, suds keep my hands soft. Yours are hard enough for us both. Pull plug, watch dirty water slip away. Scrub the work surfaces, eggshells fall to the floor. Sweep them away, no longer want to walk on them. You run the shower upstairs. I turn on the kitchen tap, smirking as you scream. I'm in hot water. You shiver in cold. Bags are packed, money stashed. Plan was to flee last night. Still here, brains scrambled like tomorrow's eggs. Play the hand. Bootlaces tied in knots like those forming in the stomach. Rifle, a heavy boulder slung over shoulder. Helmet protecting thoughts, ricocheting inside head. From lethal bullet, laying assault on their survival from the outside. Tread daily path into the unknown field. Battling with the chance of saving lives from nuclear war. Versus odds of being blindsided by not so friendly fire. Return to base with nothing but an empty hand, no WOMD buried in the sand. Camaraderie as we eat tinned fruit, share illicit contents from hip flask, reminisce on home-cooked roast as we roast in the wicked heat. Bunk down for 40 winks, impossible to tune out snores from 20 sleeping men selfishly grabbing theirs. Good on them. Pull open filing cabinet of memories, each a record of time spent with the love of my life. Focus on the one pulling crackers with her last Christmas before this tour left us craving only one present. To be present. March back, out on foot the crack of dawn. Check ground for evidence of landmines. Stare towards rooftops for visuals of snipers. Peek in doorways for signs of ambush. Break out in a sweat, worrying about blowing up is making me crack up. Verbal abuse breaks out over who has a cherry in their tinned fruit salad. Flasks stay on the hip. Stories decline into comparing notches on bedheads. Fight breaks out over derogatory comment about my missus. First punch was mine. Grab the night goggles. Take the tank for midnight spin. Streets are quiet, menacing and eerie. Divide grows big enough to need a graffitied West Bank barricade between us. Half the squad want to lob a grenade, the rest want to pump lead into anything that moves. Fear of dying of boredom overtakes fear of the enemy. Someone will die of stupidity soon. Cut my thumb clean off on tinned fruit lid. Amputated tip shoved in an empty hip flask. Evacuated to medical for surgery, sewn back together. Sent home for Christmas to pull a cracker. Glad I played my hand at the right moment in the war. Dinner for one. I remember the angst of scavenging for nourishment. The excitement when sustenance was found in a tin of corned beef selected from the self-service menu in a kitchen where stony silence and the acrid smell of burnt baked beans lingered in the air. My parched lips washed it down with unfiltered tap water, consumed while perched on a rickety chair that wobbled as if laughing at my misfortune. 
The chipped orphan plate in front of my hungry eyes was a pleasure to behold. The piece de resistance on scratched pine surface barren of pretty tablecloth. Intergestion took hostage of my stomach when I too quickly shoveled morsels into my young mouth using any utensil other than a silver spoon. It was cold in the bosom of the kitchen without the oven on. Kaplunk. Marble balancing on fragile sticks. Every move I make threatening to topple over our relationship. Think carefully before I bring it all tumbling down around us. Everything I touch has an irreversible effect on you and our children, the fragile glass in my life. When I resolve to pull the pin, it will be game over. I have to be sure. The Tuxedo Princess A bright new era for the Tuxedo Princess. Staff in naval uniforms, patrons dressed to impress. Anchored in Tyneside, a nightclub of fame, majestic vessel of grandiose steel. Majestic vessel of grandiose steel, decades of dance music consuming the soul. Walk the plank to the revolving dance floor, bodies vying for attention, South Bank attraction. Bodies vying for attention, South Bank attraction. New nightclub spawning a breeding ground, press reported refurbishment costing unaffordable pound, the boat once proud, a crumbling facade. The boat once proud, a crumbling facade, afloat an island, her gangway amputated, water lapping sides, mocking in movement, moored in ghostly silence, desolate in death. Moored in ghostly silence, desolate in death, Final fate towed for scrap, journey over troubled water. Quayside of commerce, a river now clean, northeast improving, tourist money to glean. Northeast improving, tourist money to glean, council bulldozing, lay red carpet fit for queen. Wrinkled royalty once adrift, denied her facelift, no bright new era for the tuxedo princess. New kid. On the block. Friend, I miss you since moving away. Now the new kid on the block, hanging on the street corner, alone after school. Write to me, friend. Mirror, mirror. Some days he loves me, others he loves me not. Some nights he's tender when he hasn't drunk a shot. Some days he's charming when others are around. Some nights he's alarming, I try not to make a sound. Some days I want to leave him, escape to pastures greener. Some days I think I'm lucky, maybe other men are meaner. Some days my hands shake, I steady them with a drink. Some days I clear the bottle, it helps me not to think. Some days I feel so angry that all I do is shout. Some days I raise my hand when my kid's acting the lout. Some days in the mirror, the face is weary, grim. Some days staring back, the reflection is of him. Did he know? Did he know the sun would never rise without his daughter thinking of being tickled under the armpits? Tickled pink at having a daddy at home like all her friends at school. 
When he divorced her mother, did he know the sun would never set without her crying herself to sleep, leaving the pillow soaked with despair? After a week passed by of her breath making clouds on the window as she waited in vain for him to stroll up the garden path, her stomach churning from famine, desperately craving the nourishing sound of the doorbell ringing, did he know the simple things would become difficult? Laughing, dancing, singing? On the day she graduated from college decorated with distinction, did he know how worthless she felt to have nobody there congratulating her? Was it conceited to want to shine in the limelight and see it reflected in a proud father's eyes? During moments of self-destruction when pity's poison ivy spawned around her neck and confusion wrapped its lead weight around her ankles, did he know vile names manifested inside her skull, bullying her with relentless verbal abuse, defenceless, unlovable, rejected nuisance? That heartbreaking moment when she received news from a distant relative of the funeral he starred in last year. Did he know how peace might be with him, but would evade her until the day she joined him in heaven to demand answers? The Jester Corners of the mouth turned up in smile. Eyes crinkled in laughter. Master of the masquerade, you had us all fooled. Despair overcome quickly, self-inflicted quips about hardships befallen on you. Humour used as a defence, we didn't see the attack you were battling alone. Medication controlling emotions, keeping erratic behaviour in check. Rattling inside your stomach, never digesting. Sickness hidden behind colourful costume. Depression finally diagnosed, we gave you an overdose of love, daily phone calls, weekly coffee, monthly therapy. You gave us an overdose back. Calendar full of events, retrospectively marked with a red cross. Tomorrow the day is empty, nothing to check off since you checked out. Speak out. Faceless without art. Turn down the darkest alley, spiders scuttling for shelter behind rancid bins at the sound of footsteps. Breath steams up behind, handkerchief tied across, moist mouth. Bricks crying out for decoration to stand out from the crowd, craving distinction. Just like me without my art, they are nothing but a bland background. Rattle the can and spray and a burst of energy matched with the rush in my gut. Meticulous in executing design, never to be confused with trash. Stand back and admire handiwork. Surge of pride from stepping up the originality stakes. This statement will make people stop and stare in delight. Pack up the paint and expose the face. I'm a nobody again. Bully for you. You bully me. Bully for you. You know this says more about you than me. Sparkle. A magpie swoops from the tree, wings flapping as I mirror the movement, vigorously shaking my arms. The physical attack is not because I sparkle, but because she does, as she protects her offspring during mating season. Not everything is as black and white as a magpie. Big bullies, small minds.
Big bullies impose feeble attempts to exert control over you. Small minds crave power, attempting to manufacture your insecurities. Brave hearts know strength grows from reveling in being unique, being you. Inside out. Better to be bullied and learn to survive than to be the bully and be dead inside. Against all odds. All she desired was to be allowed to learn, for girls to be granted an education. Instead, they marched her to the stake to burn. Sentenced to death by brutal assassination for speaking out for basic human rights, shot in the head by the Taliban. Terrorists thought they could silence her plea, put a stop to the freedom of speech, cut the head off ambition. Instead, they fed the belly of hope, an insurgence of women brimming with courage, not afraid of fighting extremists with pen and pencil. A miracle survivor against all odds, winner of the Nobel Peace Prize. She is Malala. Alley Cat. Leave the pub, walk home, clip clap. Dark night, quiet street, don't look back. Footsteps creep up, close behind, glance back, nothing flying blind. Breathe down neck, I start to run, push down alley, glinting gun. Cat claw defence, slap, clip clap, scream out and run, don't look back. Spineless. Malice, hurting others with intentional digs. Meanness beyond comprehension. Spineless. Dice of life. Waiting, tick, tock. Dock is on the clock. The queue snakes long and thin, preparing to shed obsolete layer of old skin. Sheathing, hissing people from all walks of life, inking enough hospital administration paperwork to fell a tree, even though Wi-Fi is free. Healthcare technology modernization didn't warrant triple-digit dial-in rights, with an ambulance escort powered by flashing blue lights. What's the emergency? No rush to digitise the filing cabinet crush. Patients, some, lucky like me, relish four walls of privileged privacy. Maxing out the medical fund, minimising flimsy curtain exposure, bumping the list, rather than lingering so long body develops assist. While crawling to the top of the government schedule as ailments prevail, aches and pains of joints, back, neck, nose, throat. If one's lucky, no organs of note. Surgery demand is a virus rife, punters rolling the dice of life, placing the chip on black or red, hoping to avoid winding up dead. Checked in, scrubbed down, gowned up, anaesthetic wipes me out. No time to protest after the results of merciless last test. Oncologist, gastroenterologist, neurologist, radiologist, cardiologist, rheumatologist, immunologist, dermatologist, endocrinologist, hematologist, nephrologist, otolaryngologist, pathologist, pulmonologist, and urologist. It's nothing but a wish list. Any would be better than this intrusion by the gynecologist digging down there like an archaeologist. Bleep! Fuck! Bleep! Fuck! Bruised and stitched when I wake up. Cup of tea? Cup of pee? Blood pressure dip? 
back on the drip. Swallow the med, ham sandwich on bread. Feet feel cold, body feels old, mind distorted. Nurse, report it. Remember your name. Hope we don't see you again. Sorry to bully. Staff in a hurry. Call your lift. Cut wristband off before the end of day shift. Waiting. Tick. Tock. Doc is on the clock. Shortlisted 2018 and UK Flash Contest by Retreat West and published in 2019 in Reflex Fiction by Reflex Press. Sticks and Stones Verbal sticks and demeaning stones Tossed my way, can't break my bones Instead they crush sensitive soul Into the pavement, twas mean girl's goal Stomped between cracks, chewed up gum Nothing more than a nuisance You done? Mind the gap Remunerate, increasing pay grade Rewarding men for invisible discretionary effort on top of clocked time forever in their prime. Gender salary gap, thirst quenched by leaky tap, drip, drip, drip. Women spending a lifetime trying to amend historical trend. Miners of the North. Black sedimentary rocks create sizzling flares. Fossil fuel combusting, akin to illicit affairs. Blasting out coal, satisfying political desire. Earth's minerals, giving origin to fire. A flourishing period, lifelong friendships morph between unsung heroes, coal miners of the north. Navigating tunnels through bleak underground cavern, faces surface golpere before propping up tavern. Fingernails filthy, pores clogged with sweat. Black lung disease chronic lest we forget. Masses bullied by unions, dogged with remorse, into pickets of unsung heroes, coal miners of the north. Depressed in the darkness, deprived of the sun, men afraid and confused, fighting with no gun, voices passionate for what they believe, better conditions and working-class poverty reprieve. Paparazzi emerge, hungry piranhas report, dirt on unsung heroes, coal miners of the north. Steadfast in cabinet, the infamous Iron Lady. No procrastination, not even a maybe. Cyclosures from judge trigger happy with mallet. Unemployment rises. Deaf ears, where's the ballot? Thousands gather in picket line cohort. Crowds of unsung heroes, coal miners of the north. Rejected, dejected, united they stand. Illegal strikers depressed, shunned their demand. Dust settles, minds abandoned. Only scabs graft alone, ice-gripping hearts, chills consume the home. Empty hands defeated, voices mute of retort, silenced unsung heroes, coal miners of the north. Stock exchange hemorrhaging, unemployment rife, family arteries ruptured, causing trouble and strife. Young men of kindred spirit, lucky to grow old, big dreams crushed underfoot, their tale must be told. Legends buried deep in core, renewable energies thrust forth. Nobody recalls the unsung heroes, coal miners of the north. The past is long gone, but history stays, forever in memories told in yarns, poems and plays, reminding us all of the men below ground, who once became lost, but now they are found. Above the surface where sunlight shines, 
a spotlight on the darkness that once was the mines. They dug deep and fought for conditions valiantly sought. We will never forget the coal miners of the North. Idiosyncratic. If we are all unique, we are all the same. If we are all the same, I want to be unique. Bounce back. Shattered. What once broke me into a million pieces is now what makes me razor sharp. Fight or flight. Swipe right turns to lost. Lost turns to love. Love turns to like. Like turns to fight. Fight turns to flight. I know you're not right. Swipe left on you tonight. Swipe right. Family tree. Laughter fills the room no longer at my expense. I smile in celebration. Family gathers together, adopted since my originals are gone. Laughter fills the room. Jokes and jibes are shared, all in good taste, no longer at my expense. Heart opens to become a branch on this deeply rooted tree. I smile in celebration. Scuffed shoes. Elbow in the ribs, hurts pride and bruises smooth skin. Beneath faded school, blazer with frayed cuffs. Hand-me-downs suck for poor third invisible child who hangs head during recess to avoid trouble. I once stood in those scuffed lace-ups, feeling ridiculed until Dad scored new cushy job. Phew. Inclusion's easy for kids with money. Hello, I say. She smiles back. Stark portrait. Grainy image of a child, barefoot in a street, lined with council houses, clothes ragged, face dirty. Instant Polaroid of a teenage girl, hair sprayed stiff in a quiff, lipstick painted on forced smile, glittering eyeshadow decorates, shutters over sad stare. Glossy six by four of a YA, backpack on lush grass, thumbs up, grinning on the edge of a lake surrounded by mountains. Black and white stark portrait of a sophisticated model, beautifully airbrushed, reading The New Yorker, surrounded by skyscrapers, artistic and moody. Digital close-up of a woman, baby in one arm, other arm disappearing out of frame, holding selfie stick, left of centre. Bright family snap with filtered colours. Pop, sitting on the sand, turquoise ocean in the distance, so blue it's too good to be true. Grainy image of a child, deeply imprinted on the mother's mind, chronicling the past, casting unwanted shadow over the present, sculpting the future. Love don't hurt me anymore. Hit song plays in my ears, obstructing thoughts of the darker days when charm blindsided me. Music makes me start to dance in celebration of freedom. Because I threw you out when your punch drew blood and you sobbed. Sorry, I love you. Sail away. Yesterday I was a child, carefree and young. Today a lost teenager, frayed lace comes undone. Tomorrow I hope for the opportunity to flee.
Yesterday I crayoned collars outside the lines. Today everyone judges, issuing vindictive fines. Tomorrow I hope they hear my plea. Yesterday I was coddled, swaddled in cotton wool. Today everyone sniggers, treating me like a fool. Tomorrow I hope eyes open and see. Yesterday I was blinded by Easter bunnies, Santa Claus. Today I am winded. Give yourselves a round of applause. Tomorrow I hope wind catches my sails, steering to sea. Yesterday I was in kindergarten. Any tears were brief. Today kids are hurtful, throwing buckets filled with grief. Tomorrow I'm going to live and be free. Blind Mice the cat's claws are out, scratching at the weakest prey. Three blind mice, see how they run? Bored cat needs new prey. What better than the unsuspecting? Two blind mice, see how they run? Didn't see the cat, no witness to the attack. One blind mouse, see how you run? The blind can now see. Three mice together stand free from one lonely cat. Padlock. When we first met, you discovered the combination to open me up. I gave you the key that gave you permission, without probation, to come and go in my life as you pleased. You locked me up tight, ignored my fight, taking away my freedom. Wrapped me in chain, smothered me in pain, wearing me down to the concrete ground. It's time to change the combination. No procrastination to something only I know. Before it's six feet under where my broken body is found. Nobody knows what goes on behind closed doors, crawling on all fours. So I'm opening mine on the page to combat your rage. These words are my ticket from deadlock, scraping rust from the padlock. The final act is to bolt. Who will get there first? Bleach. Blonde hair, curly, wild like me, and free of products manufactured to tame this unruly mane. Eyebrows so pale they fade into my pallid skin, void of melanin. Freckles refuse to make an appearance in harsh British weather, north of the wall, where winter isn't coming because it never even left. Bleach, bleach, bleach. The mean girls crow during recess. Persecution. It doesn't exclude this white princess. But if they dare step close enough, they might just see something etched in this otherwise featureless face. Defiant girl. Makeup is cheap for shoplifters from low-income families. Easy to slip cherry blossom lipstick down elastic waistband. Or tuck glittering quadrant of eyeshadow down tight double-A bra as contraband. Or grab complimentary mascara to wave magic wand over albino lashes just so I might stand a chance of nabbing a boy for weekend pashes. Our property is all the rage at school. Everybody does it, and only the stupid get caught. Even if I did end up in handcuffs, the old bill would be lenient on a first-time offender like me. Yet still, I keep my empty hands in my pockets, because I am a good girl. Peer pressure from all angles to paint my face, elbows digging into my sides as we spill from the classroom to the hall. Bleach! 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 
The chant is a ritual from witches trying to cast their ugly spell, potent enough to break me into suicide hell, to turn me into a pretty mannequin, to make tears gush from dead eyes. But a fringe benefit. I've no makeup, no cherry blossom lipstick, no glittering quadrant of eyeshadow, no magic mascara wand, is no streaks down these cheeks. But they don't succeed, because I, I'm an unwavering girl. Each morning I get out of bed, raring to learn English, science, geography, maths, music, history, religion, humanities. A-grade equals a one-way ticket to anywhere other than here. The world is my oyster. But first, I must endure detention. Here, even suspension. After the main tormentor receives my fist to her face just before badminton practice. Retaliation lowers me to her standard. I... I'm a bad girl. Her eye turns a deep shade of purple. My face abolishes red angry blotches, returning to unblemished pale complexion. Bleach! 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 The headmaster summons us to his office, makes us stand to attention. Furious, we created this unnecessary tension. The cane quivers in his palm as he lectures us with patronising psalm. He demands we apologise to one another, because he... He doesn't have time to deal with this trivial bother. Head hung low, she mumbles. Sorry. My head held high. I retaliate loud and clear. Bleep! Even though violence doesn't pay. And there's always a better hand that you can play than the fist. It's hard not to feel satisfied for finally taking her to town and turning her smug smile upside down. I am a liberated girl. I walked out of there. And never once looked back. Didn't need to. There was no monkey on my back. Now I fight this anti-bullying war. A fist is a missile is needed no more. Now I use a pen and paper to fight for what's right. Hope I've done enough with this poem for you to think about it tonight. But if not, that's okay. Because I, I'm a big girl now. Put on a string. Punch in the gut as I walk away. Yet I know it's for the best. I was your puppet on a string. Judy. Purify. Water under bridge, washing away the darkness. Summer showers cleanse. Fighting the current. Mesmerised by unwavering stare deeper than the abyss of ocean. Occupied with the love of my life, drifting apart from friends and family. Conditioned to be seen but not heard, deafening waves crashing in my ears. Struggling against the riptide, finding the strength to swim ashore. Hosier Lane Stroll down Hosier Lane, grab aromatic coffee from vendor, killing it from minuscule premises, furnished with rickety antiques. Cobblestones beneath my heels, paving the way for Melbourne pedestrians walking about their business. Hustle and bustle in every direction as the sun shines brightly on the alley and its eclectic inhabitants. After a late night at the office, retrace my footsteps along the glistening wet path as the rain drizzles and dusk settles in. Shutters conceal every shop front, traders absent, already cashed in for the day the sound of traffic humming in the distance. A lone figure looms ahead, hunched over, hoodie, tugged overhead, mouth masked by black bandana.
The distance between us shortens. My breath quickens in anticipation of the unknown. His work is breathtaking. A man in dreadlocks playing a didgeridoo, spray-painted in bright colours beneath iron window bars. I nod in acknowledgement. The street artist continues his masterpiece as the rain begins to clear. At the top of Hosier, I glance back at the legalised graffiti zone, an evolving canvas for expressive creativity to flourish, beautiful, bright, bold. Rise up. Reflect. Rise up. You are beautiful inside and outside. Sing happily and dance today and tomorrow. Choose friends wisely and unequivocally. Laugh loudly and always smile. Concede gracefully, surf and swim. Always grow, sleep peacefully and deeply. Dream frequently, love and cherish. Cherish and love, frequently dream, deeply and peacefully sleep. Grow always, swim and surf. Gracefully concede. Smile always and loudly laugh. Unequivocally and wisely friends choose. Tomorrow and today, dance and happily sing. Outside and inside, beautiful are you. Uprise. Three minutes. Three minutes, blood, sweat, tears, sliding down bruised face of determined boxer. Light on feet. Dancing, centre of floor, until crash on ropes, featherweight. Boundless energy to knock out opponent in combat with fair punch. Two steel wills battle for gold champion's belt. Tears, sweat, blood. Three minutes. Hot air balloon. Every time you put me down, it gave me a power boost to rise. You dispensed the hot air. That made me fly. Country girl, urban boy. Straw in golden hair. Red dust coating worn boots. Good country girl, always true to her roots. Never did she tire of sunsets to the west. On the horizon, a bright orange zest. Booked a girl's impromptu trip for mojitos to flow. On the edge of the Yara and the laneways they go. Stumbling into mysterious man in a mask who gave her a stare, robbed her breath with a gasp. Urban artist and she, destined to marry one day, serendipity was always going to have her wicked way. Spray can in hand, handkerchief over face, bad city boy, never cared for the chase. Like to sleep late, skip sunrise on the east, no lovers destined to cross, never the twain distractions shall meet. At dusk, as the shutters pulled down on the trade, he liked to use stencils, create statements on parade. Graffiti was his life until the day that she walked. Up duckboard place, this girl stopped and talked, admiring his work with a dimple and smile. One day he was painting, the next waltzed up the aisle. Brick Wall When I turned down a dark lane, you took my hand and guided me in another direction. When four walls closed in on me, you told me to look up and see the stars and the moon. When there was a pile of bricks blocking my path, you made me believe I could climb over to the other side. When my path ahead was unclear amidst a maze of options, you held my hand as we got lost together. 
When I lay curled in a ball on the cold ground, you picked me up and helped me focus on bright new heights. When my world was overshadowed by clouds, you painted over the grey with vibrant colour. When I am alone and scared at what lies ahead, you remind me that you will always remain at my side, even when I turn a corner down the next dark lane. Red or dead? Hope is a Banksy red balloon floating away from oppression. I am a red balloon floating away from you. War versus peace. War imposed on others through armed conflict, battles between governments, gangs, communities, states, countries. Soldiers in uniform obeying command to impose the death sentence. Mercenaries and militia dicing with life. Violence and destruction irrecoverable. Suffering and mortality in combat and fatal friendly mistake. Be peace, stimulating harmonious well-being, individual and heterogeneous civilians free from disturbance, living as one in tranquility without hostile aggression and any fear of suffering and mortality from combat and fatal, friendly mistake. Animal, King, Dom Primate male monkey business, dominant baboon, slapping and biting, Christian grey of the jungle, ensuring subservience, thrusting perceived strength to show who is on top. Domestic bird, flaunting cock, hen's cage fighting, who will rule the rooster? Alpha chicken pecks, orders to flock, better chicken endows alpha a wide berth, unafraid to rustle every other feather. Lustrious, machoness, meerkat, territorial hunter, moving in on her man, digging in claws, watching for predators, immune to venom, stamping out intense breeding competition. Juvenile male elephants, elderly gents, and must breed. Excessive testosterone, unable to overthrow matriarchal system. Females banish errant masculine bully, forcing spurt from erect trunk, playing girl on girl instead. Omega wolf, bottom of the pack, scapegoat for whipping. Shackled servant of vented frustration, howling with injustice, gaining satisfaction in providing social glue, preserving structure through every perfectly formed full moon. Step back to existence. Books stolen, called names, tripped up, put down, lied about, punched hard. Felt weak. Felt outcast, felt sad, felt afraid, felt pain, felt non-existent. Told a teacher, told a friend, told a stranger, told my sister, told my mum, told my dad. Books found, apology accepted, stood up for myself, brushed myself down, truth told, punched goals. No place like home. Putting down fresh roots growing in unfamiliar soil in wild garden, surrounding this strange new house. My home is where the heart is. Ringmaster. 
Between iron bars, glimpses of life meander along concrete corridor, engrossed in staying alive or waiting to die. Who knows? Across plastic table screwed to the floor, momentous glances connect the weakest lowers eyes, the strongest licks upper lip in anticipation. No clowning around today. Instead, pinned down by acrobatic gang helping ringmaster tame the lion. Roll up, roll up. Be entertained by the roaring beast being whipped and defiled. Hidden in the big tent, enduring inhumane bullying as cowards brutally abuse imbecile white collar inmate who avoided the tax man, forever paying the price with freedom. Penetrating the heart, stabbing with shard until blood oozes from my perpetrator who is fighting tooth and nail while justice prevails. An eye for an eye. Affirmation. I am defeated before the whistle blows in this battle of the wills. Stand toe to toe. I don't look up for fear of the eye of the tiger. Mind is blank. Body is numb as I go through the motions. A week passes, each morning staring in the mirror, telling myself I am good enough. Affirmation to combat psychological warfare with no other enemy but myself. Inner calm takes hold, energy is centred, nerves will not get the better of me. I am a winner when the whistle blows in this battle of the wills. Subversive epigrams. Inscriptions of ancient past, figure drawings on sepulchres in underground catacombs of Rome. Unearthed in excavations of Pompeii, scratched public notices and spontaneous messages, legible ramblings preserved. And the Greek city of Ephesus, classical images advertising the wares of a ripe woman for sale. Carved symbols on the tombs of Egypt, declarations of undying love, capturing simple thoughts of an otherwise forgotten life. Satirist Arab poems written political rhetoric, manifesting hatred towards unwanted regimes. Illicit contemporary messages in urban New York, blatantly positioned in public view across subways and bridges. Iconographic murals on Belfast, Berlin, West Bank walls, voicing opinions in times of conflict, uniting or dividing communities. Subversive epigrams spread like rats from England, government tag on antisocial behaviour, Banksy, hashtag anon, talks back. Controversy across the globe, social and political ideals conveyed, vandalism or art. Today's inscriptions become tomorrow's ancient past, scribbles waiting to be found in the dust, rising from underground catacombs. Fly high. Phantasmagoria. I am dazzled by the kaleidoscope of love you spray upon me. Me, myself and I. I am me, happy in this skin, content with myself, at peace in my own company, relishing what gifts each day brings, 
embracing the unknown future with open arms, excited to share my thoughts with the world, proud I have something important to say, accepting of my past, for it shaped me into who I am. I am me. Growth spurt. Lost girl grows confidence, becoming woman found. Pigtails. Hair braided in two tight plaits, not one loose thread permitted to be unruly and free. Little girls should be seen, not heard. Not a single word escapes young lips, life an eclipse. Grow up determined to succeed, typing at speed. Dot off pigtails, sharing my tales. Musical youth. No silver spoon in this boy's mouth. Just a radio humming in the background. My folks were the backing singers in my life, neither taking the lead. Joined the school band, played classical guitar solo, until the popular kids made me go solo in the playground. Tossed in the towel on the private lessons, caused a rift with the tutor. Too many rifts to master. Prefer to scale up creativity time instead. Calloused fingers defiant. Colourful plucks strewn on every surface, discarded so the steel strings can form grooves on my skin. Clamp the capo on a precise fret, shortening the strings, lifting the sound to a higher pitch to, to distract me from the mental fret. Over and over I strum the chords until a chord strikes in my head. This is my only outlet. Music is my saviour. Find a new tutor, a suburb away, move to the electric, plug in the amp, far enough away, nobody hears the notes. Master Metallica, no sheet music, just me in the moment, nothing else matters. Talent competition in senior year, sick of getting grief for hair being too long, drop my name on the registration, legit reason for letting my hair down. Stage bright with spotlights, take a spot in the middle, unleash the pent-up anger, rewarded with a standing ovation. Onslaught of hassle to join the school band since blowing them away with the electric solo. Don't cave to peer pressure from the popular kids. Me and my guitar are going someplace else. One-way ticket to the big smoke, busk the streets by day, sleep the streets by night. Not having to commute is the ultimate work perk. Move from outside to inside, smoky clubs and backstreet bars, upload a tune online, thumbs up. Made the big time, everybody remembers my name. See my folks in the front row and smile. Took me a long time to remember who bought me my first guitar. Street art. Black. Mask over face, not to protect my identity, but to prevent toxic fumes filling my lungs. I shake the can and let loose across bricks as day breaks. The commissioned work takes me until nightfall. A breath of fresh air is filling my lungs as I spray my identity, mask over wall, white.
weeds. Woke this morning, pulled on the suit, glanced out the window at the immaculate lawn with perfectly manicured borders and pretty flowers in full bloom. In the office, the plants are plastic, easy maintenance, low cost investments that will never wilt in line with frugality strategy. Head to a conference, speak on stage, share advice on how to grow our business. Realise how far I've travelled to leave behind the concrete slab of my childhood. Recall how we all struggled at school, truanting, taunting, taunted. Back at my Beechwood desk, I ask Google to find contact details of my old headmaster. Want to offer to conduct a motivational speech in my old hometown to high school girls, underprivileged, undernourished, some likely under the influence. Find images of dilapidated schools shut down last year due to insufficient grades. Weeds sprawling the grounds where I once tried to dodge hockey sticks from bruising my ankles. Have so much to say to these forgotten girls, set adrift without an olive branch. This is my new stage, these pages covered with rambling ivy. Weeds flourish in fertile soil, perfect for cultivating seeds of hope that will flourish in the wilderness. Turning the tables. Why did you once make a girl cry? Your words slashed deep, now watch her soar and fly. She always turned away in silent goodbye, didn't trust herself to speak. Why did you once make a girl cry? Walking school corridors with eyes never dry, unable to maintain composure, now watch her soar and fly. You awarded yourself the right to probe and pry. Her life became public property. Why did you once make a girl cry? Heavy head once low is now held high. Every taunt injected strength. Now watch her soar and fly. Are the tables turned as you read words so wry? Does it hurt to have your flaws exposed? Why did you once make a girl cry? Now watch her soar and fly. Dreams, desires, ambitions. The past is long gone, a colourful future somewhere over the rainbow. Your pot of gold is awaiting. Space Odyssey, beyond tomorrow. Space, limitless thoughts jostling inside head until steam bursts from ears to create black hole substantial enough for cogs to turn stimulating a supernova from the myriad of floundering ideas to spark genius scream eureka psychedelic brainwave leaving audience electrocuted in a galaxy gasping for air infinity ocean's tide churning murky mystery as waves surge in and out, gathering immeasurable particles of sand, crushed into oblivion with nature's mortar and pestle. Over millions of years rendered into something capable of slithering between impotent fingers, impossible to grasp. Strength, mighty force incubating inside shell, poised to erupt when kicked in a spurt of resilience, surfacing in the face of adversity majority operating on positive nib of durable batteries, minority combusting in brutish anger, bullies abusing power in the palm of cowardly hand. Willpower, determination to bask in bright sunshine, 
shoot for the stars and land on the moon, conquering four corners of the universe where possibilities cascade over the edges in a constant waterfall, tumbling into a wishing well brimming with dreams, never ceasing to make them a reality until the soul is drowning in fulfilment. Love, selfless consideration of another human being, richer than a precious gem held in highest esteem, above and beyond, imaginable realms of reality perched on golden pedestal of respect and trust, entrenched with a beating heart until death do us part. Odyssey, innocent baby forever seeded in my mind's eye, familiar masterpiece created to spawn immortal journey of another alien generation. In the beginning, fetus infiltrating womb. In the middle, assaulting senses. In the end, life prevailing for eternity. Graffiti Lane. Author sprays Lane with graffiti. Editor attempts intervention. It's a dead end. Acknowledgements. The long and winding laneways tackled by a writer can be a daunting maze, with many twists and turns leading to dead ends. It has been liberating to finally turn a corner and find a light shining brightly on Graffiti Lane. First and foremost, thank you, Karen McDermott, for shining that light. You have the kindest heart and are my guardian angel. Your early belief in my writing began with the publication of one of my short stories via Serenity Press and provided the solid foundations upon which my career is now built. I know we will keep adding creative bricks, climbing ladders and shouting words that matter aloud from the rooftops. That one email you sent me that simply said, wow, after reading my manuscript submission, gave me the magical boost I needed. I would dearly love to spray paint that wow on every wall in the land. Paul Unstead, a.k.a. Punk B&W. Thanks for allowing me to showcase your incredible photography in this limited edition visual interpretation of Graffiti Lane. You are a creative genius and have a ridiculously talented eye for capturing the stark essence of urban life in the frame. Kudos for seeing the blue sky in an otherwise black and white world. Insta at 68 Punk B and W. Clive Newman, my hero at the Newman Agency. I am eternally grateful that you took the time to peek inside my pages and for your unwavering belief in my abilities as an author. Your advice is always perfectly timed and sound in logic. I will keep writing, editing and polishing to hone my craft to be the best it can possibly be. Tina Rafa Mulligan, your attention to detail and meticulous editing process is nothing short of amazing. Every suggestion you made was gold dust, sprinkling my manuscript with the professional touch it needed. What a pleasure being able to leverage your expertise. I extend my thanks to the incredible interior book designer, Jennifer Dinsdale. My work has been made to pop from the page with your intricate layouts and page styling. I'm so glad we were introduced and have been able to work together on this project. Designing the cover for this book was a mini project managed by the incredibly talented Thomas Paul Woodward, who also created my website. Tom, 
You deserve a medal for your patience trawling through hundreds of images of graffiti-adorned buildings from the photo shoot and applying so many variations of contemporary graphical effects. The end result perfectly captures the essence of my gritty author brand in an edgy, eye-catching cover. Love your work at Thomas Paul Artistry. To the beautiful Tess Woods, where do I start? It was destiny joining your Wales winter writing retreat on a last minute whim. You have taught me so much, how to brutally kill my darlings, market my work, and come up with way better book titles. Thanks for steering me towards this one. It rocks. You taught me you would pull up a front row stool and watch the show. I will keep refining my skills until the production is a sellout. It was also no coincidence that you handed me Karen McDermott's book, Mindful Magic, which I devoured in front of a roaring fire as snowflakes fell outside the window in Wales. I'm indebted to you for the intro to Karen that got me onto the first rung of the Australian publishing ladder. A special thanks to your family too for their hospitality and warmth. To the amazing authors on the retreat, Anna, Anissa, Joanne, Joni and Kerry, your constant encouragement means the world to me. My growth as a writer has also been greatly assisted by all at the Catherine Susanna Pritchard Writers' Centre. What a difference you have made to my life. To have been awarded the KSP First Edition Fellowship, funded by the Western Australian Department of Local Government, Sports and Cultural Industries and Lottery West is a gift for which I am eternally grateful. Thank you to Fremantle Press for the insightful workshops and events offered as part of the programme. Lisa Wollstoneholm, thank you for making it so easy to settle into KSP in the early days and for your ongoing support since. I'm also privileged to belong to the KSP Write Free Women's Group. I joined this eclectic and talented bunch of fellow writers in early 2018 and never looked back. Each one of you superhuman ladies gave me the boost of confidence to try new submission avenues, resulting in publication success in the USA, UK and Australia. Hoping for that red carpet moment with you all so we can sip a glass of bubbly in style. A special thanks to Barbara Gurney, who peer-reviewed an early draft of several of the poems contained in this collection and gave me priceless guidance. There are so many fellow authors who offered ongoing support along the road to publication. I am indebted to you for pointing me in the right direction. The Australian writing community surely is one of the finest incubators on earth for selfless coaches and mentors. Rachel Johns, Natasha Lester, Michael Trant, Holden Shepherd, Louise Allen, Michelle Johnson, Michelle Dennis, Scott Patrick Mitchell, you let me into your inner circle with the warmest of welcomes and have kept me focused and motivated ever since. Dr. Laurie Steed, thanks for your kind note when it was most needed, nudging me to take the next step. This is that step. Jackie Campbell Howard, Verity Wilson and Jackie Rafter, you have been musketeers at my side from the beginning, lifting the spirits, literally, when it seemed my efforts were fruitless. Your friendship and smiling faces in the crowd of book launches are truly a blessing. To the numerous other early supporters and readers of my work, thank you for believing in my writing, often more than I believed in it myself. Special acknowledgement goes to Bill and Maz O'Neill, Grace and Colin Hilditch, Laura and Stuart Nisbet, 
Luke Sponsor Johnson, Angela Evans, Emma Bailey, and the Luara and SHC parents who I leaned on for moral support along the way. Also appreciate everything top-notch book bloggers and local author champions do. Massive thanks to Michelle Greening, Tracy Gregory, JC Anderson, Maureen Eppen, and Amanda Barrett. To the street artists who reached out about my poetry collection, or who I took creative liberties to tag after seeing your talented designs on my travels, you are awesome. Banksy, you have inspired me to add a trip to Palestine to my bucket list. To the politicians who have approved street art projects, thank you for your brave stance in supporting an art form that is often misunderstood. Differentiating between legal and illegal forms of graffiti is never easy. These initiatives go a long way in helping educate the public on how the graffiti subculture can have a positive impact upon the community through youth engagement and the development of talented young artists' skills. All at the ADECO Group, I owe you endless gratitude for propping me up and allowing me creative space. Ian Grundy, appreciate your ongoing mentoring and brand guidance. Joe Doyle and Erica Page, you sent me up the Swiss Alps carrying the heaviest of baggage and provided the footholds to climb down again carrying the lightest feather quill. I found myself and my writing mojo up that mountain. To my sister Joanne and the Hendersons, Roy and Sandra, and the Van Nelson and Dubell gangs. Thank you for the family support and laughs along the way. I can never take myself too seriously with you lot around. Sean, my soulmate for years, it has been you, me, and the laptop. You patiently and occasionally, impatiently, put up with my fingers, constantly tapping at computer keys. My nose always buried in a book, my bouts of insomnia where I scribble until dawn and the crazy thought process I bring into our family that sometimes overshadows normal life. Without you, my world would be black and white. Imani and Cain, thank you for listening to my poems when nobody else would, giving me the inspiration to chase my dreams, always believing I would get this book onto the shelves and for being the best kids in the universe. I love you to Space Odyssey and beyond. About the author. Kelly Van Nelson is a best-selling author and poet from Newcastle-upon-Tyne, now living in Australia. Her poems, short stories and articles have featured in numerous international publications and she regularly appears on radio and television discussing current issues prevalent in society. She is represented by the Newman Agency. Graffiti Lane, her powerful debut poetry collection, showcased at the London Book Fair and became an instant bestseller, raising awareness and influencing change around bullying, domestic violence, mental health and suicide. Her books are frequently gifted to television celebrities, music icons and Hollywood Oscar nominees and winners. Kelly is the recipient of a first edition fellowship through Catherine Susanna Pritchard Writers' Centre, funded by the Western Australian Government and Lottery West. She is an Osmompreneur Big Idea Changing the World Gold Award winner for her creative use of the written, spoken and visual word as an anti-bullying advocate. A Double Raw Success Award winner for Best Book, Graffiti Lane, 
and most powerful influencer. She is also a Telstra Businesswoman Award finalist. Kelly is the mom of two children, wife of her soulmate of more than two decades and managing director on the executive board of a Fortune 500. In the spare time that she doesn't have, you can find her hanging out on the open mic performing poetry. In short, she is a juggler. www.kellyvannelson.com